Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. And, and we're taking you to, uh, to SEC Channel 3 News. First things first, we're going to check with Carcana and with our weather. And, and see what we can do. And, and see what we can do. And, what's the weather for Portsmouth, Ohio? Currently in Portsmouth, it's 77 degrees and partly cloudy. Tonight, the forecast is around 74 with thunderstorms. Okay. I'll ask her again. What's the weather for Friday? What's the weather for Friday for Portsmouth, Ohio? Friday in Portsmouth, it'll be rainy with a high of 82 and a low of 61. Okay. What's the weather for Saturday in Portsmouth, Ohio? Saturday in Portsmouth, it'll be partly cloudy with a high of 83 and a low of 64. Okay. We will accept that. And, and we will we messed up and uh, I'm sorry we're taking you to the news already in progress And we're doing it now. And there's your news. Okay. Uh, fish, John. John Cena C on Second Street got dog food, cat food, everything else. You can swap the cat. Off the calendar, they don't mind. John Finsey. And next Monday, I guess the fair. It's the fair next Monday, the 9th. And... 
and through the through the first through the fifteenth or the fourteenth, Lucasville Fair. And of course, I'm gonna be there announcing live there for two nights or three nights. What well, I want to do, and we're gonna air your news back. Jesse. And all you have to do to find that website through the governor's office is go to the link that we have right now on WSAZ.com. Once you're there, you can select your donation amount and just fill this out with all the rest of the information and you can mail the donation in as well. Leftover flood warning, Southeast Kentucky from today's rains. It appears as though the heavier rains tomorrow will miss that area off to the north. If you have a lower threshold of new flooding in the coal fields, don't let your guard down. However, it looks like the main rains will swoop into northern Kentucky because the southern branch of the moisture moving from the Smoky Mountains into North Carolina will rob some of the energy from that northern bank. Rain tomorrow morning, brightening in the afternoon, updating with Drew first thing in the morning. Alrighty. Hey, thanks, Tony. And uh, by, by the way, worries of high water in Kanawha County, uh, that's led to the city. Charleston canceling tomorrow night's live on the levee. The concert series is usually held every Friday during the summer, every every Friday at Everett Park. But due to the current river levels, the city believes it's a good idea to go ahead and cancel that out, purely out of caution. So the event's been canceled. We'll let you know if there's a makeup date. I was at my wits' end and I seen her doing an investigation on the I gotta turn this on. Okay. Now we're back. At John's Fiend Seed on 2nd Street. Got dog food, cat food, everything else. You can swap the cat off the calendar. They don't mind. John's feeding seed. And we're doing pretty good. And, and, uh, the news is probably off. And, and we be back after this message, and, and, and we be back, and, and we got more news and and we're gonna try we're gonna try
we got we got Katie this one. We got Katie this news and. If I really want to accelerate my program, I can do that at Union. If I need to slow down a little bit because other things are coming up in life, I can slow it down as well. Available 24-7. Whenever I have time to work on it, it's there. Some people in Floyd County, Kentucky woke up today only to stand in the aftermath of destructive flooding. So those who no longer have a roof over their heads can get some help. New Channel 3's Kim Rafferty is at the Jenny Wiley State Park Lodge where those people are finally getting some help. The uh, State Lodge earlier today, I'm here at Prestonsburg High School, which is about 10 minutes from that uh, shelter, emergency shelter that Andy Bashir declared in his state of emergency. Uh, that shelter, again, is Jenny Wiley State Park. The shelter is for people who have completely lost their homes or temporarily lost their homes due to flooding. The other two shelters are Buckhorn and Pine Mountain State Resort Park. At the lodge, I met a man who says he had inches of water in his home and feet around with his tongue, and he got uh, one of his friends to take him about an hour away to that shelter. Here's what he had to say. And I woke up this morning, and there was probably four foot of water surrounding my house. That's never happened before. I spoke to another family who said they have water up to the top of the ceiling in their first floor. Uh, so people are just showing up to these refuge centers, uh, really needing security and help. Yeah, and they'll, they'll definitely be getting it because those places will be all over the place. Hey, thanks, Kim. Uh, people all across our region are trying to come to grips today with the path of destruction that was left behind by that flooding. Yeah, News Channel 3's Joseph Payton is in Longford tonight. Joseph, a public space that people have come to to know and love severely damaged by this floodwater. Yes, sir. And Ted, you're talking about the Long Fork Community Park there. I know lots of people around here like to go there and, and have birthday parties and, and all kinds of other gatherings. And that's one of the areas that caught my attention when we were told by some of the folks nearby, hey, just drive along Long Fork Road here and, and you'll see a lot of the damage. Unfortunately, they were right. You get over to the park there and there is just an immense amount of mud and trash and debris. I looked at the baseball field there and it's like, well, that should look like a baseball field, but certainly today it does not. Uh, so much mud, not just surface level mud. We're talking several inches of thick mud that will have to be removed. And even the fencing in that area along the park bent clear to the ground. Sometimes when you're walking over some of that mud, you don't even realize that there's a fence underneath you. Certainly much of that will have to be replaced. And Sarah and Tim, we've heard it from several officials in this region today, even Governor Bashir saying this will be a long cleanup process. I know they're trying to get homes cleared out for now, but this is one of those areas that eventually they'll have to get to as well. All right, thank you so much, Joseph. Uh, we're gonna take a look at some of the, the massive amounts of damage that uh, people have seen in Hinman, Kentucky. Uh, communities just devastated. This is Perry County. Homes are underwater. Uh, vehicles all piled up like toy cars. There's a video of that coming up in just a second here. Where do you see these cars? The streets uh, were turned into rivers. This town 
was uh, just underwater, absolutely submerged there are the cars. And it's obviously going to be a long road to recovery. Okay, that's pretty good. Thanks, Sarah. And we got a little bit more news, and and we're gonna we got twelve more minutes, and. And we're going to uh, take you to some more. And and we're going we're going to take you to this one. And here is For the line crew and the go-getters, there's Granger. Supplies and solutions for every industry, plus 24-7 support and over 250 local branches. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We begin tonight with a severe weather alert, devastating flash flooding impacting counties across our region and beyond. I'm Sarah Saker. And I'm Tim here. Thanks for joining us. In the last 15 minutes, we have learned now the death toll has risen to eight people who have been lost in this tragic flooding. Several other people are still missing. We have some video out of one of the hardest hit places in eastern Kentucky. This is Hindman, Kentucky in Perry County. The entire town, and you can look at the video, it just tells the story. The entire town submerged under that water. And our team is seeing much of this damage firsthand. We have live team coverage with crews all over the region. You can see the six of them here, and we will be hearing from some of them in just a few moments. But first, we want to hand things over to Chief Meteorologist Tony Cavalier. Tony, the loss of life, the destruction, just shows how powerful storms like this can really be. And now, in the wake of the storms, it's a calm evening across the area. Let's start with our Pikeville Medical Center weather cam, where the overcast is thinning, and we're seeing a little brightening going on. And that overcast sky would indicate, well, we've got temperatures that are quite comfortable outside. Leftover high water from the natural hey, Rosie. Come here and look. Some new rains falling, but from the runoff going on through the streams. And here at the top of the hour, mid-80s are coming in the air, tropical at 64%. So a partly cloudy and muggy evening, just a chance of a scattered shower. Tomorrow, though, we've got wet weather moving in in the morning hours. Local high water is likely because the bar for new high water well, 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 is well, low right now. Uh, they're talking about that boy. They found in the river. Yeah, what happened about that? What are they saying? He was swimming. And he got in the high water. That's so sad. 
All right, thank you, Tony. Well, floodwaters left He was young, too. In their homes and yeah. Really young. The area seeing more than That's sad. inches of rain all since yesterday. Yeah, News Channel 3, Shannon hey. explains why some of the waters have receded. Cleanup efforts will now be underway for the foreseeable future. There is a railroad bridge there somewhere that goes over. Patricia Tackett is among the many in Virginia who say high water isn't anything new to the region, but it's never been this bad. She and others sit around a parking lot at the intersection of US 23 and Kentucky 468, waiting on those waters to recede. It's a sad situation. Just in one hour, we witnessed several trucks driving through high water. Something officials keep urging people not to do as it's an unnecessary risk. Patricia waiting on those waters to recede so she could check on her 93-year-old mother who was trapped in her home because of the waters. She lives probably about maybe four miles that way. And I can't get to her just to talk to her, you know, and see how she is. I can't get to that area on either and up the road a few miles, KYTC crews working to clear debris in a creek near a funeral home so the waters could have some place to go. And down on Penny Street, local crews clearing debris off a bridge, which is the only way in and out of that area. Floating along the creek were tires from paint tanks, bullets, basketballs, and laundry detergent. At the height of this, water was coming over this bridge, but now you can see water has receded some, so it's just going underneath the bridge. However, there's still more rain ahead for Dubai County. It's a disaster. It's a catastrophe. It really is. Residents now focused on cleanup and rebuilding efforts, dealing with destruction they've never had to experience. We're going to leave made a lot of help around here. Shannon Lippy, WSAZ News Channel 3. I can't. So we spoke with the judge executive and the judge executive told us they're still trying to figure out what they will do with all the supplies that once they're collected and where they will go. We'll keep you updated, of course. A state of emergency has been issued and Pike County officials tell us they are trying to plan everything as far as staging areas for residents to get all that food, water, and cleaning supplies. We've also seen devastating flooding across Floyd County, uh, Floyd County as well today. Check out some of this video from the Garrett community along Route 80, an entire baseball field underwater. New Channel 3's Marley Penchock is live in Floyd, and Marley, that flood water is really rising up even against businesses and homes. Well, those water rescues have been happening all day. I want to uh, show you a water rescue. Is just going around to the community. Um, rescue crews are really just seeing if there is anyone stranded, maybe on their patio, inside their homes. And they've been making rounds all day long, just making sure, you know, they are not missing every, anybody, making sure that everyone is safe and ultimately to higher ground. Now, families have had to be evacuated from their homes. Dozens of water rescues happening both in this Garrett Creek area, as well as a few miles up the road um, along Kentucky 50 in the Wayland community. Now, neighbors are heartbroken by this tragedy. They tell me family and friends um, who they know of live in this community and they're concerned for their safety and how they'll recover. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. You're afraid you're going to lose all of your family and friends. Um, I just pray that the rain will stop and it'll all go down and go away quickly.
Those water rescues have been happening all day long from the early morning hours into um, this afternoon, as you can tell. And rescue crews are prepared to be out and about, just ready to come at a moment's notice, ready to help save anyone who may be in danger. Just devastating there. Thank you so much, Marvin. An absolutely terrifying day for so many people in different parts of eastern Kentucky as they are trying to recover from this devastating flooding. We're talking about blocked roads, high water, mudslides, and there's only more rain forecast for the next couple of days. One of the men leading the charge there to try and help those people is now joining us on the phone. We're speaking with the Floyd County Sheriff John Hunt. I know this has been such a busy day for you, Sheriff Hunt. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us this evening. Yes, and it has been very busy. It started early this morning, just after uh, pretty much after midnight, two o'clock this morning. It pretty much started, and it's been nonstop ever since. Sheriff Hunt, give us the latest now. Uh, what are things looking like in Floyd County at this moment? So the uh, earlier hit communities of uh, Wicksbury, Wheelwright, uh, those areas, along with Wayland and Garrett, that water has started to recede and go down, and has uh, completely gone down even in the Wheelwright area, but. So now we have uh, crews going into those areas and looking for anybody that may have been passed over this morning or this afternoon, uh, making sure everybody that uh, is accounted for and got out uh, when, when needed. So that's what they're doing now. And we're also dealing with uh, high water in the Maintenance community where the water comes downstream and sheriff i know that your emergency responders have been so essential today uh, talk about some of the efforts i know you were saying you were bringing in sedus also even rescuing uh people and, and having to put them on doors or take them off doors talk about some of the efforts you've seen today yeah so uh, earlier this morning we uh, obviously resources wasn't all the time so we were using whatever we could and um Several people were, I know we, we used floating debris, a, a door, a doorway to a residence was just happened to be convenient. So we used that door to put uh, a lady on with her officer tank and, and float her for several, probably 100 feet to, uh, to dry land. And then, uh, but since then, we obviously had the boat, sea dues, like you said, personal watercraft. Uh, we used uh, uh, several different kayak news that people brought that uh, could navigate those into some swift waters and uh, thank god that they were all successful and then nothing uh nothing turned out obviously of any kind of event that people use in their boats so and so I, far, well, I know we, we just have a few seconds left here but uh, no loss of life no injury so far from what you're hearing no we have no casualties to report here well, Sheriff Hunt, thank you so much. We'll be checking in with the sheriff uh, there in Floyd County throughout the day today and into tomorrow. So while they clean up in Floyd County, people in Pike County are also dealing with that path of destruction left behind. News Channel 3's Andrew Colgrove is assessing damage and speaking with some of the neighbors about it tonight. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Tim, yeah, we have had a chance to see some of the damage here in the Virgie area of Pike County. The emergency management director saying it's believed water got into as many as 200 homes. We saw water got into a funeral home here. They were working on getting that cleaned up. Road crews have been busy trying to get debris cleared off of the roads. I had a chance to talk to one woman who lives in the Long Fork area. 
who says that water got into her house today for the first time since 1984. Uh, she says water actually got into her house twice a day. She says around 5 a.m. water came from one direction, got a little bit into the house, then started to recede. They thought they were in the clear, but then they said water started coming from the other direction. And at that point, it got even higher, maybe as much as a foot and a half into the lowest part of the house. They had to go up toward, to the upstairs area, Tim and Sarah, to try to get some high ground. So now, of course, begins the long and hard cleanup process for all these folks. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, Andrew. Unfortunately, too many people have been through that before. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir has activated the National Guard and unlocked emergency resources needed to help those storm victims. The governor this morning calling the storm one of the worst, most devastating flood events in Kentucky's history. The National Guard using three helicopters and even trucks to get through some of this high water. Kentucky State Police are also sending an extra helicopter for rescue operations. Fish and wildlife crews are heading out and floodwaters with boats. Situation right now is tough. There are a lot of people in eastern Kentucky on top of roofs uh, waiting to be uh, rescued. There are a number of people that are unaccounted for, and I'm nearly certain this is the situation where we are going to lose some of them. But we are going to do everything we can help as many people as possible. This is what we do as Kentuckians. We help each other out. Now, in addition to Medvac crews being sent to Eastern Kentucky, Governor Bashir ordered three state parks to open up to homeowners and families who have lost everything, including their homes. And we have those parks listed online at WSCZ.com. And a lot of images, videos, pictures we have had come in from you. You're our eyes and ears today. So if you can take those pictures safely, please send them our way. Video as well. Send it to us on WSCZ.com. And in fact, right now you can take out your phone, your iPad, uh, and point the camera that camera app on the QR code on your screen and that will take you directly to our website where you will be able to submit those pictures and videos. Our live team coverage continues right after this. Okay, now we're back. Okay, now we're back. I feel sorry for all them people out there. And we're keeping you informed. And it's time for us to get out. And I'll see you next, next match. See you tomorrow at noon.